This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Well, hi, welcome into a Thursday edition of the Bostonian versus the book. My name is Matt Peralt. I'm the Bostonian. Dave Sheridan, he's the book. We got a lot of betting to get to, Dave. Golf for the open, baseball underway. Some pretty interesting football stories to get to today. How are you on this Thursday? Football stories in July? Yes. Really? Yes. Just won't quit, will you, with this stuff? Nope. (laughs) Get me to football, please. All right. That's fine. We'll get to it all, I'm sure. Do you think anybody's sweating Tiger making the cut already? Yes, very much so. Very much so. (laughs) We'll do a full open leaderboard here in just one second. But do you know what today is? It's July 14th. It is my brother's birthday, one, but... Good call. Get that out early. Keep that <laughs> Peralt family off of your back. The 43. He's the only guy in my family named Peralt besides me because my other siblings are named Norris. So, he's, so okay. he's the only one that shares my my surname. It is our 150th episode. Is that good? Of the Bostonian versus the book. Is that good? That's is good, that right? Good? It feels like we just started. Did 150 shows. I was going to say, I mean, we were minus... 8,000 to get to 150 episodes. So, I mean, we're just, you know, it's just like betting Tiger to win the the, the uh, Open Championship, betting the no. Just just earning money there, Ravy. Yeah, well, this is Somebody good. bet 10,000 on him winning the Masters. Oh, sorry, we're, we're sorry, winning the Open. Bet the yes or bet the no? Bet the yes. I know I know people that bet 100,000 to win 1,000 on the no. Yes, which is smart. Because he's not winning this tournament. <laughs> I mean, seriously. It is not happening. Yeah. No. It's already yeah. over for him. It's done. Not winning this tournament. The cut he is the question. posted an eight under. Cameron Young posted an eight under. But that's what, remember what Dubsy told us yesterday. So let's they go through this. going to light this up. The right. Open Championship going on. He Dubsy said, don't panic <clears throat> when a little rabbit runs out fast. And it goes zoop. And it's like, holy crap. Somebody shot eight under. So Cam Young, not the most known golfers from America, not like Cam Smith, Cam Young, 64 is what he shot today. I said, no, right there. Rory shot 66. The other Cam, Cam Smith shot 67. Very confusing. Very confusing that the Cams and the Cams are right there. And then an amateur from Scotland blisters a 68. How about that kid? Lee Westwood shoots a 68 rut row. The live golfer. Bryson shoots a 69, live golfer. Ian Poulter shoots a 69, live golfer. <laughs> Xander Shoffley, a 69, which was impressive. Dustin Johnson, live golfer. He's three under at the moment. So this is going to be interesting. Are you secretly rooting for the live golfer guys? Because I kind of think that would be a great story if one of them wins it. 
I'm not rooting for them at all. I actually don't like any of them. So it's, it's, mm. I think what, I think what they did is really disgusting and really sad, but I think it's, if they go and win a major, a lot of people are going to want to stick it to the PGA and stick it to the, you know, the guys like tiger who had very, you know, only guy I, I am okay with doing it is Phil because Phil is 51 on the way out. So I don't care that Phil took a bag for the back nine, literally of his career. I don't care about that. The other guys, I, I question their heart, their intensity and their competitive fire. So by, by going over there and doing that, but they get to play in this event and this might be the last time they play in this event because there are winds of change coming in 2023. Really? So yeah, these guys only care about the majors and the RNA gave these guys. You heard Dubsy say it yesterday. A lot of guys only care about the majors. Yeah. So the, and if you take away the majors, you take away a lot. I mean, you really cut their legs out if you do that. So I, I, I mean, I don't know what the masters is going to do, but it would not stun me at all. If the masters said, we're not, we're not going to invite anybody on the lift tour to play in the masters. It's an invitation only event. Mm. So, and if the master says no, then the U S open can say no, the PGA will take them, but they have to be good standing members on the, of the PGA of America. So that's, that's one of the issues with so the former guys. champion won't have the exemption. They'll be out. They can pull it. Masters can do whatever the hell they want. The masters has no rules. It's, it's you get in at their discretion. They don't have to invite you. Yes. You get an automatic qualifier for winning the masters. You get into the club. You're <laughs> they let member. the guys come back until they're 80 to play former yep. champions. They go to champions. dinner. I don't know how have, good of a look that's going to be. If they say to a former champion, you know, you went to play in another tour. You can't come here. I don't know how that's going to look. Just I don't saying. think they really care. This is a guy. This is a, a, a organization. I don't know if they're the, going to do it. Dave, up until the 90s, women couldn't go in the clubhouse. I they don't care. These guys don't care. <laughs> They'll do whatever they want. Like it's whatever they feel like they want to do, they're going to do. And there's a lot of old money and stodgy, you know, stuffy dudes who do not like what's going on yeah. for the game of golf, for what these guys are doing. So the first domino would be the masters. If they are kept out of the masters, they may not be able to play in any of the majors PGA probably because all they got to do is be in good standing with the PGA because the PGA tour and the PGA of America are two separate things. Correct. People confuse that all the time. So the PGA handles the PGA championship. So they could play in that, but then the RNA might follow suit and say, well, the masters is saying no, that we're saying no as well. So it could be 2023. None of these guys are playing. In a major tournament. Do you think they'll team up and collude and say, hey, if you say we'll keep them out, we'll yeah. keep them out too. I agree we'll, with you. Yes. We'll I think it's one or I think it's all of those none. conversations that nobody knows about. But yeah, I think it's all you know they're all having. If the master says yes, I think they'll play in all of them. Correct. If, if the master says no, I think they don't play they in any got, of them. They got ammunition. Yeah. If the masters, think, yeah. The masters it's is it's all going to come down to the guys at Augusta, which they are perfectly comfortable standing in the line of fire. <laughs> just, oh, yeah do whatever you want to us. We don't care. We're, you know, we're all millionaires. We're the most exclusive golf club in the world. Go ahead. We don't care. (laughs) Like we're going to do what we want to do. That's why the guys went to play on the lift. They needed to get the, they needed to get the same kind of money so they could say, you know what? We don't need to play at the masters. It's fair. Phil shot even par today. So that's a good round for Phil. Tied mm. 55th. That's 72 is respectable. Colin Morikawa shot 72. Justin Thomas shot 72. My guy, Max Hama, is out there even par through 10 right now. Uh, and But, I mean, I don't think anybody's catching Cam Young. 64 is ridiculous. So What was, uh, what was he probably to win the first round? Probably a nice price right now. Huge price. I mean, everyone's, everyone's a big price, really. 
Yeah. I think as of Somebody right now. check in the chat if you can. Nobody on the was. course right now has a round going that's going to touch this guy. Hell I mean, no. The closest <clears throat> on the course it's, right now is Scotty Scheffler and Dustin Johnson and Paul Casey. All of them are at three under par. It's getting harder. Yeah. You know, they said this afternoon tee time is going to get tough. Um, they got out early in the morning and uh, lit it up. So, yeah, you can see, I mean, eight under is good. What? I, I'm saying it right now. I think eight under is good. So, yeah. come here. Cam Young, good. Just come here. Who's no. that? Hey, she, she wants to say hi. Hold hi, Madeline. So oh, the, put the reason why she's doing this is because <laughs> it's, it's on the TV upstairs. Of yeah, course. Uncle, Col- Uncle Colin is upstairs watching. Yes. Hi, Uncle Colin. Happy iPad. birthday. Say, say again. I'm filming my iPad so I can see myself. Okay, great. So it started. <laughs> she's like doing that? the, the meta Maddie, thing. Do you like seeing yourself? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so all right, say hi to everybody and then go back upstairs. Okay? Hello. Okay, bye-bye. bye bye. Bye bye. There you go. So she was, I have it on the TV upstairs for my uncle Colin can watch the show. Yes. So, that, that, so she's very excited about watching it on YouTube right now. So that make was, sure Uncle Colin tells mom and all the sisters and everybody that you wished him happy birthday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of the gate, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, yeah. Thanks, <laughs> well, uh, I mean, Uncle Ben's in the field at the moment, so he, he could care less, but it's. Well, yeah. yeah, that's fine. Listen, there's always one that's got to work and do all the real stuff. He works. My brother, man. That's a life I could never imagine what he does. Hell no. Hell no. 5 a.m. every day. Yeah. Sun, rain, snow. It doesn't Mm -mm. matter. Mm -mm. On... I mean, in I mean, it's an organic farm, so he doesn't. He, he has to run it a certain way to quality right. to, to in the specification. So, like, very 1950s type tractors. Hello, old stuff. You know, di- old style of you know, no pesticides and using very uh, antiquated ways of turning the soil. It's crazy. Like, it's absolutely insane. What my brother you know does. every day. I say in the book, nobody knows shit. Your yep. brother knows shit. He like, does literally. Literally, Literally, yes. He knows a lot of it. Yeah, manure yeah. and everything else. Hell yeah. He, he All that stuff that he puts in. But he's got like this massive greenhouse and like, it's just ridiculous. Whenever I, I've gone there, I just stand there and go like, how the hell do you do this? Like, <laughs> I could never do this. Like, this is so beyond anything is I could it, ever do. Is it not one of the most humbling things that you, like, I sit there and look at these people that do this and I go, man, I am a real schmuck. Like, I'm a real jack. Like, no, you're not. I wouldn't you're ask not. you to come you, do you shows and all this stuff. Why, why, why would I want to be out there? That is work, though. That, <laughs> yes. I give them all the credit in the 100%. world and I look at it and go, I'm a complete, man, oh, yes. Man. I, mean, I mean, my hands are as soft as Charmin. My brother's hands, you shake his hands, it's like a vice grip. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, like what? It's, it's all calloused over. It's all just like this big hook. It's great grabs you it's like oh uh, okay like yeah my brother is five foot six and a fire hydrant like he's just outside dark as can be completely you know windswept sun baked in every way you could possibly imagine in the heat cold rain and then when it floods i mean like he's such Uh, or or there's no rain it sucks if it rains too much it it sucks sucks. like it's just being at the mercy of the weather is like he has the most advanced on his iPhone. He has like the most advanced thing you can pay for, for radar. Like it comes down to like the m- half mile as to like what's Does going on. Does he read on. the farmer's almanac? No, he thinks that's a joke. You think Thank that's, you. He, he Thank the you. It's, it's, the it's farmer's almanac. Joke. People refer to that shit for years, but it's watching it's all. It's like an, no he compares it to astrology. 
Oh, it's like, it's like the same thing. It's just like See? somebody reading you, reading your horoscope and thinking it's actually going to be something. Oh man, it's just nothing. It's just a, a literal dart throw. To what does he see. do for fun? Like what? How does a guy like that relax? What does he do? He paraglides. Oh, of course. Like off the sides of hills and float down. That's what uh, guys like that that work like yes. that every day. That's what they do for fun. So he goes. My middle so they, brother Doug jumps out of planes. Okay. That's what he does. He goes yep. parachuting. That's what he, he goes does. Paragliding. So same, very similar <laughs> technique. So he, yeah. it's incredible to watch him do it and watch the videos. But they are off, um, basically January and February for two months. So over the years, they bought a trailer now, and they'll just take the trailer around the country. That's what the, they they come here every year. Oh, now. this is the brother that it comes here. Yes. Oh, so, I can't wait to meet brother. Ben. Yeah. Oh, so so the, the, this is so they they trade they go all over the country. They set up in California for two weeks. They'll set up in Arizona for a week. They just go and show the kids um, basically the country. Come here, stay here for a bunch of days, stay with us. And then, but from time to time, he will stop and go do paragliding. And it's like crazy. The the way that the air goes up and you have to know different places as to how to catch Hell. the air that throws you up into the air. It's <sighs> it's dangerous. I mean, it's, he, he but the views are insane. So yeah, that's, that's what he does. I, I was boxing. He was paragliding. <laughs> it's just kind of <laughs> both of us do, you know. <laughs> not so smart things with our heads that get us in, into a lot of trouble. Yeah. Getting Everybody has wrong. something, you know, like, I mean, I say that all the time about just people just going through shit and doing their own thing and, and everybody feel alive, something. but everybody right? does something. What's that? You got to feel alive. There's you have to. to make, there's something to make you make, make that, that, that juice go that like, right. All right. Like sh- I'm here. <laughs> Shout out to Santiago. He's working on a roof right now. Listening to us. He's in Amen, the chat working for you, on dude. a roof listening to us the brigade, Talk about feeling alive how about how about making a bet how about being, you feel whoa, whoa, whoa. But make sure he's hooked in though that's no joke santiago hook in yeah well you you got to be when you're on the roof doing roof work you got to be hooked in with the you got to have the whole thing what the hell do you know about being on a roof doing yeah, roof? Work? i i dude i've did, i did more odd jobs than you think okay you worked I've on roofed. a roof i've roofed before yeah Really? Scraping, scraping roofs, scraping tiles off you roofs. You did that shit? Yeah. They, dude, that's... Like uh-uh. Andy Dufresne and the boys and yes. Shawshank, you were up the there wor- doing but that The shit? worst job I ever had was in a chrome chemical plant where I took large pieces of motorcycle and chromed it, dropped it into a bath, a chrome bath. They shoot electrodes into it. Chemicals all come up and it comes out all beautiful and chromed. It's like it sticks. It's some chemical reaction happens where the chrome sticks to the metal. And that's how chrome works. And I did that for you, three months. Did you apply for that job on Indeed or what? No, it was job. my it was my mom's friend's <laughs> husband's company. Always I, somebody, always yeah. a guy knows a oh, guy. Yeah. Somebody, I, hey, I was, you want to work? <laughs> yep. Well, it was it was over spring break. It was it was over winter break. So UMass had a had a month and a half winter break. So I started going there before on the weekends to get trained and everything. And then when oh. I came out. I did it for basically worked seven days a week every day doing this, uh-huh. and like I was always like, you know, if I ever get cancer, I'm blaming this on this job. Like this is where I this is where would where I would have gotten cancer because it was like it was 1997, so it was like it was modern, but like I I never wore a mask. Like I was standing over these big chemical Were you bats. Supposed to wear a mask? Was anybody wearing a mask? No, nobody was. I mean, looking back on it now, I probably should have been wearing a mask, but. <laughs> That's was it, I was in Lawrence, Massachusetts. So the thing I I'd show up at seven a.m. If it snowed, it was my job to, to 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 shovel out the entire parking lot. 
And then I had to go back into about two hours, 9am would come around and I'd start dropping these metal things into the Chrome bath. Did that till five and went home. That's, that's where you were in 1997. This the winter of 97. Yeah. I was in Curacao. Book <laughs> of course you were. Of course you were. In 1997. You were, you, you I was. Were, yes, of course you were. Yes. Working, uh, working seven days a week, looking at crystal know, taking blue water. Phone calls, yeah, look, yeah. Answering, okay. answering, moving numbers and all that. Taking other a million shit. dollar 1997. check. 1997. We should probably go through sports in 1997, Ooh. like and compare where were you in 1997 and where was I or what what happened. That would be a really good like show segment because I was down there. That's when Tyson bit Holyfield's ear off. Oh, that's when wow. the Marlins won the World Series for the first time. They beat the Patriots. The lost the Super Bowl that winter. That I was the Patriots. You. That was the Patriots Super Bowl when they lost to the Packers. It was, wasn't it? January 26, nineteen ninety seven, in New Orleans. <laughs> that's crazy. That was where and I was working at this. What was the final score that game? Not good. What was it? 3521. Remember the line? Uh seven, right? No. 14? 14. Oh, on the nose. Wow. Unbelievable. My wow. first Super Bowl down in the islands. Full refund. I sat there and talked to the guy that ran the place. I said, just go to 14 and a half. He said, Are you fucking kidding me? I said, What do you mean? Let's move it and take a bet. He said, I ain't moving this. If it falls 14, I ain't getting sided. I think it could fall 14. And it did. I said, you really think the game could fall 14? He said, I'm telling you, it could fall 14. He said 38-24. He liked the over, too. I said, come on, Bill. It's going to fall 14? You know I had to listen to that shit for a month? A month um, when the game fell 14. He said, <laughs> see what I said? Every time you question him. <laughs> I thought the guy had Biss Almanac. I, he had me hook, line, and sinker. Wow. After that, I listened to every word he said. I said, he called the Super Bowl landing on 14. I called the Super Bowl landing by three. Ain't that hard to do. Come on now. I called 2320. Oh. I called it. If I can call it, anybody can call it. We had millions of dollars riding on That's it. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying it on radio. I was saying it on, on an internet show. Big difference. <laughs> I was yeah, yeah. Big difference. Yeah. It, and how long was the refund? How long did it take you to get all the all the bets back? Oh man, it was great. We just graded it. The shit went back in everybody's accounts. You know, we didn't have oh. to. It, it, it's in Vegas. Oh, when you sit right. there, you got to have people Forgot keep coming in. Cash, keep coming in. <laughs> you guys were on credit. We had, well, no, we were on, we were on. We had post up. We had everything. So we just graded it and went in everybody's accounts. It was easy, you know. And then wow. all the other people that had to do all the pick up and drop offs and all the sheets, they settled that. It was. Much easier, like processes like that, when you have the app, or you know, you just push a button, grade it, and money's back yeah. in. But you know, post Super Bowl, mm. uh, Rams Titans landed seven, uh, I believe. Yeah, and I was in a book, complete nightmare for two weeks. People are bringing their tickets wow. back, they're mailing them in, and you're refunding the money. You're refunding the money. Yeah, you're cutting really checks. Good. Oh yeah, yeah, it's all brutal. Yeah. Why do why do checks exist anymore? Checks checks shouldn't exist. We don't need checks. Checks and pennies. How, don't, pennies don't need, for sure. I stopped this morning. You don't need pennies. You don't again. need checks. Thirty three cents. I'm like thirty three. Can we just thirty five? Keep the yeah. two pennies. I don't want them. We should. Just I get had rid two of, nickels though for yeah, the quarters. Just, so just round, we should just be round round up everything. 
right? At some point. I, I know I know it in, in the grand scheme of things, a billion pennies is a lot of money. I understand that. Yeah. But like making pennies doesn't make any sense to me. I, as far as checks, you ain't going to convince anybody over the age of 50 that checks are no longer checks. They don't need them. I don't need them. No one needs them. They're worthless. Yeah, but then you have a situation like in Canada last week when all this communications goes down and you can't use everyone needed cash. You right? need cash. You need checks for when no, the you shit need don't cash. work. You don't need checks. You need cash. Access to when cash. Electronic transactions don't work and you go to the bank with a check and they just stamp it and cash it. But why can't you? Script. But why can't we just do it with an email? Why can't we do it with a with a? What about when phone? the system don't work? Well, the system it's always a system is always going to work. No, a system is always going to work. It may not be the system you need, but a system is going to work. Can't get it's all checks. What is a check worth? A check is just a piece of paper that you're giving value to. It's just numbers. <laughs> it's, it's just I could I, I could write down ten million dollars here, right? I could walk in. If you tell me this is worth $10 million, it's worth $10 million. The same thing with a check. We're just applying value to something out of the thin air. Checks are all, what are you talking about? Stevie Mac even said, because old people still exist, Matt. They do. They do. But <laughs> what my, my point is we assign value to a piece of paper that has letters and numbers on it. And we're saying that's worth X number of dollars. It's really stupid. And we stop and think about it because I could just create it out of nowhere. And if you tell me it's worth that, then it is worth that. So, like, yes, cash needs to exist, but checks are just made up. We literally make up a value and say, because it says this, it's worth this. Aren't they doing that with the money supply and stuff right now anyway, of too? Of course, but it's what just, again, they doing with that. But they're just, it's, our whole economy is all in the minds. It's all made up. All of it. <laughs> if you really stop and get real meta on this, we just apply value. What is something worth? Something is worth whatever somebody will pay for it. This That's is, true. This is sales 101. Okay. Here's your sales lesson of the day, boys and girls. Somebody says, What's something worth? It's worth whatever somebody will pay you, pay you for it. And all you need is one person to pay it for it. And that's what it was worth. See, in a book, it's a little more transactional. Like we yes. put up the price and you pay that. And if you want it, right. you know, you get it. If you don't, go to another shop and get whatever you're looking for. But this is the price. But so. you're you're making that up though. Oh, God damn, for sure. Oh, what do you think? Put it up. Make, let's go. Yeah, to, to make that bet, it should be minus 140. Why? Because I said so. <laughs> like, right. That's literally right. what we're doing. It's because I said so. And so, I mean, our whole economy is based upon that. Why is a Coke worth $2? Because I said so. <laughs> like, there's no, <laughs> we don't know why it's worth $2. Just we say it was worth $2. That's why when you, when you go to a Vegas casino and they say, how much is a Coke? $10. And we go, what oh, the hell? I don't pay. Like, that. what he the hell? Why is it $10 for it a ain't, couple? It ain't that thirsty. I ain't why is it $25 for a mixed drink when it's $5 down the street? Because I said so. That's why. That's all it is. <laughs> whatever somebody says it's worth, whatever you're willing to pay for it, you'll pay for it. And when you're trapped in a sporting event or at a nightclub and they tell you to buy a, a bottle of water is $8. Not for me. You're buying a bottle of water for eight dollars. You could buy a case of you could buy a case of water for eight dollars, right? <laughs> Pierre Chevalier just yep. said, "Who wants to walk around with ten k in their pocket?" I, I, I don't cash. I love but, it. What, what are you, you talking do? about? I love walking yeah, around ten k cash in my pocket. I like. I'd rather walk. You feel around like with you 10, could do anything with ten k cash in your pocket. Literally, I'd rather anything. walk around with ten k in cash than ten k for a check. Oh, more, I don't like walking around. With far more worried. I'm gonna lose. I'm gonna lose the check. I'm far more yeah. concerned. I'm gonna lose. Uh -uh. That's why I hate these things. I hate these things. I think I'm gonna lose them. <laughs> I 
I, I've got a Creighton basketball bet that I'm like, I got to hang on to this thing till next March. Yeah, the likelihood of me doing that are very, is, is highly unlikely. Just put it in one spot. Don't touch it. Don't look at it. Yeah, you, you, you've ever been in my house. People just talk, move crap. People, maybe it's just, they put uh, literally You got to have a place that nobody gonna, touches. I need a safe. That's what I need. That's yeah, what I maybe. Need. I need a safe. Everybody I know has a safe. Yeah, that's a, that, that's my next investment is to is to go ahead and get a safe and and just to hold these types of things. Right. Because not even high value things, just things oh. I don't want to lose. Right. <laughs> like a, a betting slip <laughs> for a future Shit. bet. I've been carrying around a Jordan card for 36 years. I took that thing to Curacao with me just in case, you know, it was in my parents' house where the house I grew up in and right. where I lived. And I said, I'm going to Curacao. And they don't even, you know, my mom would just take it and throw it away. She don't know. I mean, this would be one of those tragic stories. I go to book games in Curacao and the fucking oh. Jordan card gets thrown away. I'd be steamed. Oh. I took that thing to Curacao with me. Some you know, kid knocks on the door. Here, honey, here, have this. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> take the yeah. Jordan card. Yeah. I'm like, you know, she don't know. So I, I, I've literally taken that thing with me everywhere. And I just got it in a nightstand. Like I'm just, but I know where If I got at. that signed, would it be worth more money? I don't know what we'll to find less. out we'll or to ask somebody. I don't know. All right. I don't know. Cause I, I can probably get that done if it's worth more money to get it signed, but sometimes Some it's not. Point we're just going to meet Mike, maybe play golf with him. I ain't playing it for no stakes, but I mean, I'll, I'll play oh, golf. I'm not paying. I'm not playing what he normally plays for. We can't. I mean, he can wipe you out without even a gun. This guy is here. Okay. Thanks. Um, this is great. <laughs> she's going to tell us everything. She's watching the show. I love it. Come Hi, Maddie. The bug guy is here. So she's like, hey, the bug guy is here. Okay. He comes on Thursdays? He did, they come once every two months. Oh, for, okay. For scorpions. They spray. It's the beauty of living in this t- part of the you world. You ain't got scorpions, do you? No, because I spray once every two months. <laughs> That's what I mean. I mean, we got to talk to Sean Oda Golf Pro Alvarez. I mean, the kid's got a, he's got a scorpion problem. I want to send my bug guy over and say, get rid yeah. of these scorpions. You have he to. Wakes I mean, up with them in the house. It's one of the weirder things about living here that I have to, like, I got a, a taste of it in Houston where, like, where we grow up, if you have bugs, something's up. Right. Like you're, you got something going on in your house. Like something's there's wrong. bugs everywhere where we grow up. So like I, if they're in the house, it's a problem. Yeah. Cause German right. cockroaches are there for filth. So if there's dirt and food and nastiness, that's where the German cockroach comes in. So the cockroaches live in New York City. German cockroach. Yeah. The, the, the cockroaches you see in New, in New York are German cockroaches. <laughs> so fair. Put that on the list of ad things that you had no idea well, that P. Ralt knew about. That's fine. It's fine. Oh. It's fine. Oh, toys are gonna get ruined. Just tell them to spray away from the toys. I know. Just, just tell them, Colin. Tell them to spray away from the toys. Oh, oh, oh. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Colin. Anyways, <laughs> but, <laughs> welcome to our nationally syndicated sports show. Yeah, with the kids and spraying shows, and it's just it's chaos it's here right now. Part of the my, show. My it's, brother's here. It's just it's just not. It's just so yes, it's chaos. But those that's the so here like in Houston too like my my boss who owned our company in Houston, I remember being at a party and watching a huge cockroach run across the road. Sorry, the, the, run across the, the floor. And I was like totally freaked out. And everyone just was like, oh, yeah. It's like they're, they're totally immune to it because everyone lives, whether you're a millionaire or you make $5 a year, you're living with big bugs in Houston. Here, no matter how much money you make, scorpions are here. Spiders are here. And like, you have no choice, but you have to spray and be higher. And even when you spray, sometimes you have no choice. Cause if your neighbor doesn't take care of their business, 
they come over to your name <laughs> into your house. You ever find a you ever find a tarantula? I've never found a tarantula. I would lose my damn mind oh, if I found a tarantula you have, in my Farrell? house. Uh, Dave, my brother Dave, yeah, like in his backyard, this monster thing was just crawling around, and uh, it it was really controversial because he like took a video of it and posted it on their radio show. And I guess, I guess, you know, he's got kids. I guess he killed it. And a lot of people were really upset that he killed it. So it was like a... He filmed himself killing it? Uh, I don't think he filmed it. Like, he filmed the thing, and then people were like, what happened? And he's like, well, I killed it. And then, like, the listeners got really oh. bent out of shape about it. So, but interesting. Yeah, but those those things are out here, man. They're, they're What would I do if I saw a tarantula in my backyard? In the house. In the house, in the I'm house, in the house, in the house it's different. Yeah, I burn the house. Yeah, I'm burning. I, I, I'm in the house. I literally, I literally might move. Yeah, I don't want to see I'm no tarantulas in the house. I'm flame throwing the thing if it's in the house. If it's if it's on the outside and it's there, it's in its habitat and it just happened to be my backyard. I would probably I don't put think, it, like try to catch. I it wouldn't in kill a jar. it. I would try to catch yeah. it in a jar and like go put catch it, it in it a jar. Freak I'd me get out. The broom and just sweeping that thing. Go on your way. Get yeah, out. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think they're poisonous. By the way, they're not. They're not. They they can bite you, but I don't think they're poisonous. They're not poisonous, but they're just and they only bite you if you like grab a hold of it. Like it has to be threatened. But I hate yeah, spiders, yeah. man. I used to I used to have a pet tarantula. Back you in, did? I, wow. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't I don't mind tarantula. I gave it away on Craigslist. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but so, so somebody came to my house and picked it up. I put like free tarantula. Black I, I'll say this though: Black Widow scared the hell out of me. <laughs> yeah, I'm not scared are... of spiders, but Black Widow scared the living crap out of me because they're they're tiny oh. and they're they have that bulb and the red streak and the little legs and it freaks like it's so small and they could bite you and really mess up your life quick. So that's my, I, I I don't care about, I mean, scorpions don't really bother me. I just step on them and kill them and they just, whatever, they're gone. Black widows freak me out. I never saw a scorpion until I went to Curacao. Curacao is an arid island, dry, just like it's a desert climate. You know, it's, it's not plush. It's yeah. not, the, the green is all around it in the mountains and stuff, but it's not, it's, it's just like Vegas, Arizona. And I saw a scorpion in my apartment there and I was like, what the hell is that? How big was and it? It was fast. And it moved, and we got it out. Didn't They're kill quick. it. I just got it out. Um, I never seen a scorpion here in Vegas. Knock on wood. But the spiders and all the bugs. What's that? You've never seen a scorpion in Vegas? Not, not in the house or not on really? my property. No, at the fields and all that. Oh, we see scorpions all the time out, but not in my house. Interesting. Or wherever I've lived. But we've always. I'm adamant about the bugs. I got all girls here. You understand? Yeah. If yeah. there's a bug in the house, no matter what I'm doing. It doesn't matter. I, Are I they afraid of bees? Of what? Are they afraid of bees? Yes. They don't so, know nothing about no bees. Have you ever, yes. have you seen these these really alien looking bushes that shoot up this long thin thing? Like it's, it's in yeah. all the med- it's all, all in the medians. Yeah. So so like one, it looks like something from Mars. I've never like, that's freaky. Secondly, it throws pollen like crazy oh, all over the place. Allergy so kill. kills me. Yep. But the bees. Like oh, literally, it's like it might as well be a honeycomb. Yeah, it's crazy. So oh, like, yeah. Madeline now has like she's not afraid of spiders. She's not afraid of scorpions all that much. She's flipped out by bees, and there's so many bees outside the house right now. And like oh. she won't even like walk in the driveway. She's like she just stares at it and points at it. I'm like, they're not gonna bother you. Like just keep walking. You're fine. Blah blah blah. But that's yes. So I can relate to that. <laughs> the irrational fears are very real. Oh, without a doubt. That's what I say all the time. These kids and grow up around bugs. That's why I love going back east in the summer because there's bugs everywhere and they're flying around everywhere and you kind of get a little bit used to it. Right. Do yourself a favor and go to Florida in the summer. Oh, no, 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 no. 
No, like you, you see said. them big bugs and little bugs and no. bugs everywhere. It rains. It's Divide hot. Them. Just put them in Florida for the summer. I'm trying to get my uh, aunt and uncles, um, Jess's aunt and uncles that were here for the party. Right. Trying to take the kids for the summer. Let them live in Va- in Florida in the heat oh, in Tampa man. for the summer. In the summer? Yeah. Oh, that's brutal. Yeah. They won't mind yeah. Vegas then. True. After that. It's funny because I don't remember what it's like to deal with mosquitoes. And that was like <laughs> mosquitoes growing up were the worst. In New England, they're awful. Scratch yourself until you bleed. Yeah. Like the no seams. Uh, the no seams are brutal. They don't the what? No seams. Did you have a horticulture or a bug degree part no. minor or something? What are They're you, the ones I'm that land the- on your arm and they burrow into your skin. And that's how they drink your blood. You guys didn't have those in Pittsburgh? I can't even spell that. I have no uh, idea. I uh, know I've been bitten by stuff and gotten on the marks. Cape, where- yeah, on, on, on the Cape, there's three things to worry about. Ticks, right. no seams, and mosquitoes. And the no seams suck. Is ticks a real thing? They were always worried about that. Oh, they're a hundred percent real. The girl I was dating in high school got Lyme disease from getting bit by a tick. That was half a her face, big, her, God, half her face and throat was 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 paralyzed for six months. That happens yeah. in Pennsylvania all the time. Kids go Lyme hunting with their go. parents and all this stuff by the woods. Oh, yeah. Lyme disease is real. It sucks. And it was a, mm. in, in mass. It was like a, for like a good twenty years with a huge outbreak of Lyme from all the deer ticks. <laughs> Somebody just asked in the chat if you're a bugologist. <laughs> No, who said scram wash 82? I just only getting bit by things. I would rather not get no. bit by because here we don't have bugs that bite us. Scorpions bite you if you're near them, but like they don't live off of us. Mosquitoes live off of us and they land on you and they suck your blood and it sucks. It's 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 like ow. And then they got a big, huge, you know, the, the, the welt, the welt that pops up and you're like, what the hell was mm, that? And like, geez, hell. And you get bit by a spider and a little two puncture marks. And you're like, where did that come from? And uh, <laughs> we, we, we don't have that here. The, the, the one thing about Vegas, the heat's bad. But when you're outside, you don't get attacked. It's great. <laughs> we got these big beasts, our director of security here on the BVB brigade between Mac and Mikey. Awesome. Even them boys are scared of spiders. Yep. They said, F that tarantula. Yep. I, w- I mean, absolutely. The way that no. thing moves, man. I don't know. What the? What did Stevie Mac just tag us on Twitter? What are you doing, dude? What do you do? He just put up a picture. This is a West Texas tarantula that was in his wheel in 2018. I'm not kidding you, dude. It's as big as your fist. Oh, dude, we we can't post this. I know I shouldn't be talking about this on for for sports grid. You got probably really annoyed. But at Stephen Mac six six nine, go look at what. I mean, I'm not kidding you, dude. This thing is a monster. The tarantula that he was dealing with in West Texas, no thank you. Holy Jiminy Christmas. It's literally that big. It's the size of my hand. <laughs> yep. Pretty much burn the whole thing. Burn it all. Oh. oh, no. Is that a wolf spider? Oh, no, it's a snake. God. He's just posting all this stuff because he works in West Texas. He's posting all the crazy oh. stuff. Oh, Gigantic snake. Oh. Oh, the snake got me. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> You're seeing this it? is bad. I'm not looking to no more. I'm coming back to you. I'm done. I'm done. That's oh, it. that's crazy. Oh, my gosh. No, we're not seeing. I'll show you later. This is Madeline's watching the show. Now she wants to come down and see the tarantula. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. So can you go away now? No. Yes, please. Bye. No. Yeah. No. This is actually a real job, so I need you to go now. No, I... If you're going to talk about bugs, why don't you talk about the cicada invasion? Cicada invasion? I don't know. She watches... Oh, cicadas. 
Yes, they're loud. Yes. Okay, go. Yes, go. Yes. Okay, goodbye. I'm, I'm getting, I'm locking that door now. So that's, I'm going to lock that door. It's fine. I'll show you guys later after the show. Yes. I'll show you guys later, guys. After, after we're done. This is what I did. Right. I should never have set this up. Madeline, can you get the cat, please? Because he's going to jump and ruin everything. Thank you. It's just my house now. It's just complete <laughs> chaos. This is all, all that it is. Anyways, to put the show back on track here. Yeah. Uh, Okay, later, Marilyn, right. we'll do that. Did you see the Padres game yesterday? I just yeah. saw – I was watching yeah. it along on the scores because I was focused on the uh, Angels game. I was watching was the I? Angels game. Yeah. <laughs> I was very focused on the Angels game. I needed, yeah. needed the injury. The Padres, though, I mean, they just – you called it. We called it. We both called it. We said that that was going to be the nerve spot for the parlay as we weren't going to mm-hmm. be able to get to get anything. Did you win the other two? Yes, I did. Go, Bye, Madeline. <laughs> go. I'm, now I am locking in the store. Go. Okay. All right. Go, guys. Bye-bye. Okay. Hashtag not Farrah's fault. 100% not <laughs> Farrah's fault. Ned's not Farrah's fault. Okay. Net, n- no, it does not crack me up. It's funny for like once and then I get mad. And I'm like, okay, guys, like it's, it's right. yeah, enough, yeah. Is, enough is enough. Uh, so I was really mad about that last night because we called it. We said, what's the part? What's going to bust it? And they were winning. They're up six to three and they give up six runs and the, or seven runs. They lose 10 to six last night on, yep. on that. Aces day did not go well yesterday, Dave. No. Gonsolin got crushed. Musgrove yes. got crushed. Yes. Only one who came through was Otani. Only one that did what he was supposed to do last night was Otani. Correct. And so as we wake up this morning, Shohei Atani is now the lead, the shortest odds to win the American League MVP. He has leaped over Aaron Judge in a big way. Plus 110, plus 115, plus 105. Judge is anywhere from plus 160, plus 165, plus 170. Is this the book moving the market or the betting moving the market? Oh, it's the book. Okay. I mean, it's it's not like you get an onslaught of, you know, uh, MVP money, but one or two bets may move that, flip it, and then you go, you know what? Everybody's talking about it. We've been talking about it for two weeks, and then some other people in the business have started talking about it. And, you know, now it's like uh, the number one search item on social media and all this other stuff, talking about it on every show. The guy is, I don't even know if I want to even call him a unicorn. This is special. Like, I was watching the game. And I saw him hit that triple running the bases slides like gracefully, like an artist into third does the pop-up slide and stands up. And I'm like, this guy is so cool. Then inning ends, he goes out and he strikes out a batter at one Oh one. He threw the fastball by Bregman at one Oh one. I literally jumped up. Because I was laying down watching the game, and I jumped up. I said, this guy's unbelievable. Yep. Kids are like, would you relax? I'm like, you have no idea. You you understand this will be the best player or the most unique player you will have watched maybe in your lifetime. This is going to be your guy. Like, we all have a guy. from right. watching, you know, when we grow up, you watched, you know, in Boston, maybe it was Bird. You know, I watched Mario Lemieux play hockey. Um but everybody has a guy. I mean, we all saw Tiger coming up and what he did, and we knew it was special. Right. Dude, special. Shoatani, over the last 34 days, has a .54 ERA, 
58 strikeouts, 11 walks, 39 and two thirds innings pitched. Hitting over the last 34 days, he's batting 287 with a 604 slugging, eight home runs in 29 games. Six innings of one hit ball with 12 Ks last night against the Astros in one two out, two run triple. I mean, are you kidding me? Like, it, it, you know, you're right. Unicorn doesn't do him justice. What he's doing, we have never seen this before. And we just have to watch it and just shake our heads at everything this guy is doing. Because, uh, again, I, I disagreed with Mad Dog on ESPN yesterday when he said who's who, what players had the biggest impact on his team. There's just no debate in my mind that Shohei Itani, he is the angels. He's trying to beat other teams in major league baseball by himself. It's literally like a when one he on pitches, nine. when he pitches, it's, it's, it's amazing what he's doing when he pitches. The, the bad part is, but it's also can be used for the argument. The angels aren't a good baseball team. They're horrific. When he pitches, they're favored over everybody. That's crazy. Like the Astros are the best team, co-best team in the American League. The co-best team in baseball. Mm. The Angels are one of the worst. Otani at home is favored. Small favorite, minus 120, minus 117, whatever closed. That to me, again, we talk about this and and I've been talking about this with the boys in the risk rooms and in the books and all the stuff for years. Ask the people that take the bets. Ask the people that do the numbers. Well, you have, you know, that showed up, the, you know, on the rundown today. And I'm like, there you go. People mm-hmm. are betting it. Books are saying he is the favorite. Come bet everyone else. It's fine. Go ahead. Well, you know, what do you make of that? Well, what do you make of that? Is is their value on judge at plus 170 now to because everyone's going one way with the Tani? I mean, two weeks ago, it was his award. I mean, it was it. Aaron Judge, MVP, no questions asked. He's winning the award. Heavy favorite. The pitching aspect of all this makes it very, very tough. It really does because what if he can win the Cy Young? He could, but that would be ridiculous to win both. Yes. Okay. He's going to be top five. I mean, regardless, he's going to finish top five in the voting for the Cy Young. The the way. Throws That's the stupid. ball looks like a wiffle ball. Yeah, it's, it's it literally stupid. that ball tails like I. The movement He's, is ridiculous. Plus eight case. Yeah. Verlander and McClanahan minus two, plus two ten on McClanahan and plus two seventy on Verlander. Then it's Atani at plus eight fifty. Garrett Cole is plus eight fifty. He's going to come in the top five in Cy Young voting to win the MVP and be top five in Cy Young. That's never been done before. The only thing, like, you got to think it out when you're betting these things that, that get voted on, right? If they want to push the judge narrative, somehow he hits 60 home runs. You know, Which he, talked, he, want, he wants, 60, he wants 62. He wants Maris's yeah. record. Right. Get that 62. number. That's the, that's the number. Um, give him the MVP. Give Otani the Cy Young. Like, that may, I mean, th- not saying that's right, but. but the baseball writers may find that to be the justice. Like we're at the mercy of baseball writers voting right now to bet this market. That's the scary part. Do you think he, do you think there's value on anyone else? I don't, I mean, it's one of those two. Is it not the only way one of those two does not win the American league MVP is if they both get hurt. Correct. Cause, cause if one gets hurt, the other one's winning. Yep. 
hundred percent. That's it. There's no, and the only way that neither one of them wins is if they both get hurt and (laughs) knock on wood. I hope they don't, but I mean, that's, that's, there's no, I wouldn't, you can give me whatever price you want on Vladimir Guerrero on trout. doesn't matter. We're July, we're mid July, almost officially the middle of July tomorrow, July 15th. I won't bet. And I won't bet no one else at no price. Mm -mm. And it's, it's amazing to watch people's reaction now. They're like, they're figuring it out now. Like people, it, it, it feels like the lull in the sports calendar is allowing people to go, wait, he's doing what? <laughs> like, how did he, w- w- excuse me? Yeah. What did he do tonight? They won seven to one. He had a two out, two run triple. He had how many K's? He threw how fast? Like <laughs> it, it, it doesn't equate in the brain well, at the, the moment. Pro- the problem is the West Coast thing, right? Correct. Like we're up watching it, but half the, United States is not watching it. They're sleeping. They don't know. Like I used to sit back East growing up and go, what's this West coast bias bullshit? I would agree. And now we live here and we go, yep, it's real. (laughs) It's not, it's not done on purpose. It's just the time of the day. If I was the angels, I would play all day games right now. To me, it's the same thing with soccer because growing up on the East coast, People would talk about the Premier League, the Premier League. There'd be a, a small number of people who would like talk about all the amazing Ronaldo and all these amazing players. And I'm like, what time are the games being played? And they're like, yeah, like normally like at like 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock. I'm like, yeah, there's no one watching that. Like people are doing stuff on Saturdays. Like they, they got stuff going on. They're not paying attention to all this. They're up against college football. They're not doing I No one's watching soccer. I don't care how great it is. It's the same thing. People are asleep. It's not that it's not great. It's just, it's 1145 at night on the East coast. And they're like, I'm going to bed. (laughs) Like, I just, I'm not going to watch this right now. Every single night, night in, night out. And then they get up, they see a 30 second highlight package, maybe see a clip on social media and then it's gone. It's done. Doesn't do justice as to what happened. Yep. You literally, you're watching a game and you're like, damn, did that just really happen? And now you're engaged and you're watching the game and you see him come out the next inning. The triple was awesome. The first triple by an Angels pitcher since Nolan Ryan did it in July of 1972. Oh, my gosh. Because they put the DH in, so that's that's a little misleading. But it's only the third time in history that any that, 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 that an Angel pitcher hit a triple. That's a great stat, by the way. When was the last time an Angel pitcher had a triple? Yeah, what? 1972. So, and it was pre DH. Right. That's, a That's long what I mean. Way. So, um, and it was, it was, it was not even a question. I mean, he, he rounded second, he cruised into third, slid because he just made it look cool. But then he went out and threw 101. Struck out a guy with a 101 fast. And there was like, I think there was like 28,000 people there. Like the Angels are drawing because they stink. He draws. Yeah. You know, I don't know, man. I, I, uh, it's his award to lose now. I said that about Judge a month and a half ago, but that was before he went on this run. Otani went on this pitching run. <laughs> what he's doing? <laughs> yeah, it's it's wild. All right, so the Jays fired fired their manager yesterday, and they went out and beat the Phillies eight to two. Yeah. Do you subscribe to this betting theory that manager fired bet the team and ride it? For a while. I've seen it for years. Yeah. People do it all the time. I mean, it works a lot. I think you get an immediate bounce in hockey. I see it all the time. It's automatic play. Guy gets fired, bet the, bet the team that next game happens all the time. I don't think it matters in basketball myself. Uh, football, 
eh. But in baseball, with an immediate game and an immediate bounce, saw when Girardi got fired, would the Phillies run off? Eight in a row? Nine in a row? Yeah, they got hot, real hot. Real quick. Yep. Maybe there was something to it. I mean, I talked to Gabe and Cam yesterday for a while about it. The players weren't really happy about it. He was a player's manager. Um, but they talked. I mean, it's weird, though, because all the comments, the unnamed sources talking about they needed a change in leadership and a change of voice because he was too friendly with the players. Oh, so the guy. And so the guy that they are giving it to was the AAA manager of all these guys who've come, mm. who are, who came through the system, who was the bench coach for Montoya. But now, but now they're going ahead and giving him the gig because the players responded better to him. He's supposedly a little bit more of a tough guy. Might, I mean, might be the case. I don't know. Um, we'll see. I mean, I, I was very surprised. I mean, they're, they're how in the often do you, I was going to say, how often do you see a team in a playoff position? Fire their manager. Expectations were such, were so lofty in Toronto for the, for the Blue Jays this year. There was such a, I mean, I don't blame them. I mean, they've got a window with these young superstars. They've got to capitalize on it. They don't think they got the guy that can win a championship. You got to make the move. It just seemed odd, the timing, right? They're at home the week before the All-Star break. After having... They won the night before. It wasn't like they they had an unfortunate situation. The first base coach's daughter died in a boating accident as a teenager. And then they went on a 10-game West Coast trip. And they went one and nine. Like, those things affect you playing on the field. No matter what, I mean, you can be professional and say it doesn't and, and try. It still affects you. And then they get a couple bad breaks. I mean, Manoa pitched an unbelievable game in Seattle. They lost 2-1. Like, it just goes through those runs in baseball. But you come home, and <laughs> you're home a couple games against the Phillies, and then you've got a four-game homestand to finish before the All-Star break against the Royals. Mm-hmm. Probably going to take. I mean, they're minus three eighty today, P. Roth. But you know why, though? Makes the good new manager look good. No, ten royal players have are unvaccinated. They, they only have half their team. Right, but they know that oh. going in. So, like, this is going to be a good. But that's. Not, I mean, what I'm saying is that the, the the line is not indicative of what the what actually. I mean, if it was a full Royals team, they wouldn't be three eighty today. No, they'd be they'd be three hundred. Okay. It'd be 280, Maybe, uh, you know, something yeah. like that. It, it would be Gosman at home against the bad Royals team. They're, right. they're high. So they're going to win three or four minimum against the Royals, most likely. They're going to go into the break with momentum, and instead they fired a manager before all of this. Seemed like it's, a very, like, you know, Gabe McCam called it a, a sleazy move by the ownership oh. group who brought in all of these people that are having bad seasons. Gosman's, eh. You know, Matt Chapman, eh, all these free uh, Kikuchi is oh literally boy, he's a gas can. It's, I, it's yeah, like no. everybody <laughs> knew uh-huh. that they brought in and hasn't worked. Hasn't worked. Yeah. Yep. So what do you start. do? And offensively, they, and offensively, they haven't been outstanding. They've been good, but outstanding. So uh, pour one out for anybody who had the Pirates on the reverse run line first five. Marlins just scored one nothing after five. They scored it was zero zero to the bottom of the fifth. Now it's one nothing. Is the bang. bottom and the top of the the fifth inning and the sixth inning? We've talked about this both on and off the air. That sweat is real when you bet that first five inning bet. That fifth inning, 
I can't tell you how many times bets swing, money changes. I mean, that's a twenty thousand dollar swing in a book on a, on a just a you know Thursday morning. Whoop, what just happened? <laughs> there we go. Ah, okay, great it. Boom. You know. Oh, or it's a positive. You know. Hey, we just right. won eighteen dimes on that on that run in the bottom of the fifth. Two out, broken bat, hit. Son of a. You know. Yep. That sweat is real. So here today is my parlay. It's going on right now. So I'm gonna wait a second. You. Let's clear this up for the listeners. Are you going to do this shit every day now? You're no. getting a, you're getting a, you're getting you're doing this parlay thing. I'm like- only doing it because we're one for two on this since since we've done this. And I mean, but the picks are three and O oh and. Which and, and then one. we got the rain out, which would have been four and oh, correct in two and one. So it's only six and one in two days, in two attempts, by the way, just individually. Yes. The yes. Yeah. And, and then if you add in the Friday parlay, I mean, I think since I've started just the picks, I think I've played five parlays. SoCal DJ knows more than me. I think I'm three and two on the parlays. So we're very profitable so far on this. Pretty good. So, so I think, I think I might be wrong about that, but because it's plus. 600. Your math is really not good. You know more about the bugs than you do about the math. True. I, I've hit a plus, I hit a 600 and I hit a 300 and I lost a 600. Maybe I'm two and three. That's maybe I'm two and three on that. Then I've lost three of them. So I'm still profitable. So I'm having fun because I'm it, betting baseball every day is just like, you know, give me the razor blade and I'm going lengthwise and I'm just going into that. <laughs> I'm going into the bathtub, warm water, and like just goodbye. Like, like <laughs> that's just what how I feel about having to bet baseball every single day right now before the all-star break. Next week I would really be doing that. And I'm gonna be on, on the show. Luckily, I'm gonna be off. We're on vacation next week, but right. I'm gonna be doing just the picks, and I have no earthly idea what I'm betting for the next week. Like WNBA, my- baby. All my football futures are coming out next week. Like they're oh, all like this oh. is going to be a week of football futures, and that's just kind of how I wait until they actually go to camp and stuff, and before get stuff made happen. Because a lot of them are, um, a lot of them are interesting plays without right. camp. A lot of them I can make without like win totals and whatnot. Okay, I I can make the bets. Like I bet the Ravens to go over their win total. I bet the Ravens to win the division. Those are my first two bets. Not bad. We talked about it. We already went through. I told you I was betting it. Uh, so I, yeah, I, I bet would, o- over would you bet it if Lamar gets hurt? I like Huntley a lot. I mean, I, I think their win total, I think that they could win 10 games with Huntley. Yeah. With that schedule, I mean, they, how do they not? They could. So they can go 10 and 7 with him. So maybe not win the division, but I think they win 10, they can go 10 and 7. They're going to need to win 11 games to win the division is what I think. Pissed off a bunch of Bengals fans too. They all came, all came at me. They're all mad. Oh man! Fading, fading my Bengals. Fading Joe Burrow. You're going to regret this. Zach Taylor's Zach Taylor's playbook is going to expand so much this year. I'm like Zach Taylor and playbook is an oxymoron. But okay, we'll keep going on that. <laughs> like, 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 <laughs> That's where that come from. You and that Zach Taylor guy got issues. <laughs> yeah, I love Joe B. Oh, yeah. Bengals, love, love good. winning despite his head coach, but yeah, that's, that's the point. <laughs> Dodgers, Braves, Marlins. Today, all right, Dodgers. This is only a plus 300 parlay. Anderson. Oh, a little heavy on the road there. Okay. Braves. Uh, wow. Hello. Okay. That got heavier. Uh huh. And the Marlins playing right now? One nothing leading right now. That's why I'm doing it now. Hmm. All right. 
Well, if the people that are watching this or listening to it now can't use the Marlins, do you have a fourth game that you could replace the Marlins with? Yankees. Yankees. Cortez. Oh, Cortez. Minus only minus 185. Oh, because uh-huh. it's Castillo. Um, right. On the road. You get the, bargain, you get the bargain prices from the favorites against the Reds when Castillo pitches. Because on the road, too. Yeah. That perception is that he's still he's great on the road. Not perception. His numbers on the road are really good. Yeah, but it's the Reds. Okay. Wow. All right. That's so that'd be Dodgers, Braves, Yankees. Yes. We should have SoCal DGen uh, do this. I used to have a guy that came in a book. He would pick three teams, what he perceived to be the three best teams going into the baseball season and said, uh-huh. <laughs> I should look him up on my phone. He used to come in, bet the same three-game parlay every day. It would be like Yankees, Dodgers, Braves every day. Just do a three-gamer. Don't, don't think. Just come in. Put the best three three teams he thought was going to win two of them a hundred games and the other one ninety five. He said, "Dave, I don't even have to put together any thought. I think they're the best teams. I'm coming in. I'm betting that parlay every day. How much game money line parlay? What do you think he hit? What was his the rate? Forty percent? Oh, I mean, if you go back and look, the Dodgers, Yankees, and Braves this season have won a lot on the same day. Maybe not so much in April, but God." I mean, that's a May, fascinating June, July. I might, be, I might do that next year. That's a fascinating. Oh, just pick the three best teams. You don't even have, you can wait April out and kind I may of do it. In the, I may do that the second half of the year. Second half. That's all you got to do. That's Dodgers, that's, Braves, Yankees every day. Dodgers, Braves, Yankees every day. Because, I mean, a Dodgers, Braves, Yankees right now is plus two. Four. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Hit that Nothing. three times a week. I mean, twice a week. What the hell? I mean, because if you put 25 bucks down on that to win, you would win 63. So, I mean, if you bet, so you'd only need to hit it to be profitable. If you bet four, you've been four times, you're betting, let's just make it even in just just six times. $10 to keep everything even. So 10 wins 25, right? Okay. So there's days, there's days all three don't play. 70 that's true but if you bet it seven just say the seven day schedule right they'll play seven days so you drop in 70 dollars to win 25 say so say you hit 60, it three times there's probably one day a week where they, they all don't cross paths all right so he's betting 60 bucks 60 bucks a week so you're you only need to hit this two times or two and a half times out of the set out of the six days so less yeah. than 50 percent you need to hit that. If you bet that two and a day. half times is you win 50 and you've spent 60. So you're a little bit under, but there's weeks you're going to hit this well, three or four it's, times. It's, 25, it's 10 bucks to win 25. Yeah. So you, you hit it twice. That's 50. That's two times. It's 50. Oh, because the days you win, you get to 10 back. Yeah. So 10, 10. So yeah, you're up 50, lose 40. If you bet it six times, so you actually make 10 bucks a week. So, so you're profitable. And you got action every day. That's an interesting parlay. That's really oh, it was great. He'd so, come in. Anyways, I'd see him coming. I go I, I, before I got he got you. to the. Before, got it was you. like being a bartender who had the guys yeah. drink. By the time he got up, you got I'd be it, like, yeah. "Hey, you want it?" He'd be like, "Yep." Every day it was great. That's amazing. Yeah. So you like Braves, Marlins, Braves, Dodgers, Marlins? Betting it or booking it? Uh booking it. Who loses? Dodgers. 
Yeah, okay. of those three. That's the one I'm worried about. You're worried about the Dodgers today. Today. Yeah. Against the Cardinals. I am. With our boy, Anderson, on the mound. I know. Don't make I sense. Gonsolin lost with, for the first time yesterday. Hudson is not great. There's no zero chance that this is good. This will probably be the, one of the book's biggest needs today will be St. Louis. Because how could the Dodgers lose two in a row? Anderson never loses. I think the Braves are going to be the – I think the Nats are going to be a bigger need than the Braves are. Well, the no price one's will, been, the price Annabelle, will keep them off the Braves. Well, we can go to this. Annabelle Sanchez is throwing – he's not pitched since 2020. How is that possible? Like He sat how, all last year. He listen, sat all last year. I got to get this pitch. wing loose because somebody might call and say, hey, Dave, can you come throw an inning? Like, seriously, Annabelle, what have you been doing? I've been taking the kids to school and all this other stuff. I've been working out, though. Hey, can you start on Thursday against the, the Braves? Like, just come in. Just, just go through the order once. Try to get us through three. And we'll get it to the bullpen. Uh, okay. Against Kyle Wright with a sub-2-5 ERA. How in the hell are the Nationals going to win today? They're not. They're not winning today. Not there happening. ain't no way they're winning today. No. So, like, Braves first five run line. Braves run line. Like, you're play- the only reason why I didn't bet it, the juice is stupid on the run line. I just refused on principle. I'm not laying minus 145 on the run line. Bleep you. That's insanity. <laughs> Laying a dollar fifty basically to bet the run line, yeah, go fly a kite, get out of here. Like that—that's a bleep you price. We don't want you to bet it. You should bet it, but it was one thirty-five last night at Circa, and I was like, I'm not betting that. Like it's one thirty-five, get out of here. I'm not betting it. Like it's just no, it's a ridiculous totally. price. That's the for for the people new to the show, watching the show, listening to the show. We call it the fu price, which yep. stands for yes, fuck you. Um, it's basically. You want to bet this? F you, go ahead and bet it because it's absurd. Yeah. Like you just have to make it like it's a stop sign more than anything. Yes. And that's what it's like a last you, second home right? run. It's going to be seven, five solo shot in the bottom, the bottom of the ninth means nothing. And you lose the bet because they win by one. Right. It's an understanding between the bookmaker and the, and, and the better. Listen, I'll put the price up. Go shop in a different game. Go get something else. Like we don't need, we're both. I have to put it up because I'm the book. I really don't want you to bet it. And I know people are because there's bargain hunters and shoppers in the book, in this book every oh, day. And everyone's it's in everyone's parlay. It it's is in everybody's parlay. It's in everyone, including mine. It's in everyone's parlay. Every single damn one. So the Orioles are not playing today, but the warrior, the, the, the warriors are the warriors. Sorry. The uh, Orioles are on a 10 game winning streak. Damn strike. They are. Can we run through the numbers here for a second as to yeah. what a hundred dollars would have won you? Yeah, I got it right here. So I did the parlay. I posted it on on my Twitter. Start with a hundred bucks and you roll it over. So you come to the window. Give me a hundred on the Orioles. The first game in a plus one forty against Minnesota. You would collect two forty. You come in the next day and you take that envelope and you give it to me and you say, "I want the Orioles today." With the 240, that becomes at minus 110, you win another 218. So 240 plus 218, keep up with me here. The math is 458. You proceed to do this for the next eight days. Now, you tweeted this out after the eight-game win streak. Right. They've right. won two more games after this. this is, well, this is where, where we're going to have a discussion. 
They turned up, you turned a hundred dollars, just not even looking. You give me the next day envelope in eight days, one game at Minnesota and a seven game homestand three against Texas four against the angels without Otani pitching. You win them all. Your hundred dollars is now $23,873 in a week. All these betting things, all these things we're doing, we could get whatever bag we wanted. If you did this on a show and we talked about it, boom, that's it. I don't need to do the shows. I got 23,000. I'm taking the kids to the beach. That's what I'm doing. No, you get an off day and you win another game. You go, they're going to the Cubs. These odds makers are making them dogs at the Cubs. They ain't winning nine in a row. You come to the counter with your 23,873. And you bet it at even money. It was even money. So you double Double up. $47,746. Going into last night. Going into last night. You come back to me. I tell you, listen, man, take half. Just take half. Like, go buy a car. You can, but you can keep the rollover going because they're going to win. I don't blame you if you do. You give me the whole envelope. But take half for your time. You say, no, I'm not doing it, Dave. I'm betting the whole damn thing. Really? Boy, you got some big cojones, payroll. Okay. 47,746 plus 110 the next day. They say plus 110, I think it closed. That's mm-hmm. just being fair because it might have been higher. Mm-hmm. You now come into my book. Ninety you win $52,520. You take that plus the 47 and change. And guess what? In 10 days, you've turned $100 into a hundred K. It's unbelievable. A hundred K. And now what do you do? You have another off day. I... Would probably not see you until football season. That's what, the that's Orioles what right now are forty-five and forty-four. They are. The Orioles are over five hundred for the first time in the month of July since twenty sixteen. <laughs> that is that's un- uh, six years ago. Just for the people to keep it up with the that's math. so crazy. They haven't been above 500 in July since 2016. They've nope. won 10 straight games. Yep. Three straight sweeps of series for the yep. Orioles. And every team in the American League East is over 500. In July. One of them ain't making the playoffs. Yep. That's criminal. Might be the Red Sox. Ooh. Get nervous? I, I it, the Red Sox. I have four rings. Like I, I don't sweat the Red Sox at all anymore. Like I want them to win. I don't need them to win. There was a time in my life I needed them to win. Like air. I got, <laughs> I got four. Got four more than I thought I was going to get. My intensity with the Red Sox is turned off for life. 
I don't get mad. Need you to go a whole decade and not making the playoffs. That's what I need you to do. Fine. You, you go me a whole decade, then I'll feel like, yeah, fine. Then I'll feel like Steeler fans and like, you know, sit there and talk about Brad Shaw. And, 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 and we got and Super Bowls. <laughs> they ain't Steeler fans that we're talking about. Well, fine. Pi- Pirates fans who look back on the seventies and go, Oh, oh. I wonder wish I, I wish I wish like, yeah, I I mean, I'm 45 years old. I've seen four rings. It's more than I, I, I was there for one of them. Like I, I'm good. Like I was on the field with Mike Lowell and, you know, I was partying with the Red Sox. I'm good. Like I've had my moments. And as a pirate fan, I just want them to win more than 65 and a half games. Exactly. Right now. That's what I want. Somebody asked me yesterday, do you think the pirates can make a run? I said, make a run. Let's just win 66 games this year. Make a packy run. Like, yeah. 500. Make a run boost. Like what? Only run there. Only run they're making is to the packy. Oh, I mean, seriously, <laughs> they're going to go get, 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 get you know, what? some old English, drink themselves away. What, what do you know? We're going to 40. Oh, my God. <laughs> what are we talking about here? Is there you any know, cooler uh, mascot than the uh, Oreo? What, what's his yeah. name? Do we know what his name is? No idea. Chat. There's, many, there's, there's much better mascots than the Oreo. That dude is awesome. Are you kidding me? Yeah. He was walking around with a broom on the Sunday night, on the Sunday afternoon game after they beat the Angels. I took the picture. I couldn't stop laughing. And uh, and my guy Cardano took the picture, tweeted it too. I said, hey, Mike, you know, hello, waving. That was good. <laughs> All right, let's run through some quick ones here. Castillo versus Cortez, Reds, Yankees. Total is eight. Trust the under? No. Scary. I'm scared of that under. Castillo's ERA in the road is sub two and a half. He's very good. Yeah. He's been pretty it's, good on the road. This is, uh, I mean, makes sense to bet the under. Uh, it's it's a hard pass for me. I don't want I don't want to get involved in the total yeah. of this game. Just because the Yankees can go after that bullpen, you know, it can t- turn turn into a seven two game easy. Listen, I'm gonna not. I'm a, I, you know, and I, I give you credit when you when you deserve it. I'd like to give you shit when you don't. But right. the extra inning rule. Um, <laughs> it, it's, it's making it's it really. I love unders, and I love when they go under. Because then you really feel like, yeah, I knew I had it all the way. The under in the pirate game yesterday went away. It was two one in the ninth, tied two two, final five four. F you. Yep. You're seven and a half, Dave. Looked good. You're six and a half. You're five and a half. All Stugat. Manufactured baseball. It's not real. Not real. It is, but it's doing what it's supposed to do. It's saving these bullpens. But no, they can't save them from themselves because if you right. could just get the outs in the eighth, you wouldn't have to play extra innings. Amen. Rondone against Burns. The total is six and a half. It's six now. Good morning. Over? <laughs> Bet the over? This is dumb. Oh, it's all six and a half. Now hit refresh, Dave. There we go. Six and a half. One Bet place offshore just said, to hell with this. We're going to six. Wow. Six over minus a quarter. Wow. Everyone is on the under in this. Wow. I mean, one big inning and this under is dead. One big inning, one crooked number, and it might be dead. Right? I mean, this is telling me there ain't going to be a, 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 it's just a binary game, zeros and ones today. That's it. (laughs) That's all. That's why I call it, but it's a binary. It's it's good. It's good. That's that's for the Mensa people. Look it up if you don't know what that means. Binary numbers. Um, I don't want the over in this game, do you? No. Right? I want no part of it. It's no, a, I mean, the book's going to need over. 
Six and a half right now, under minus 15. Oh, man, I I, uh, I don't want this game. There's, listen, there's days that you just the numbers that you just got to pass on. This is telling you to bet the, the, the total under, though, right? 100%. And everybody is. Oy. But I don't want any part of it. Simply Oriole the bird, Zach the Hat said. Zach the Hat's in the house. He's been popping in and out. Oh. The kid's been busy. But he said simply call him Oriole the bird. Typical Mr. Baltimore. Oriole. Yeah, typical Gotta Baltimore. Come up with something better than that. It's Baltimore for you. Yeah. What's the Inner what's Harvard. the Red Sox guy name? Wally. Wally. Wally the Green Monster. I love it's Wally. The best, it's phenomenal. It's, best, so, I, I, it's the best max it's the best mascot name in baseball. It's not the best mascot. It's, it's the best net mascot name. Because so, the, the green monster, they created a green monster named Wally. It's just it's too it's absolutely perfect. Oh so good. Like the Philadelphia fanatic, it's great, or all those things. But like Wally the Green Monster, when you have a green monster that's a wall, you can't top that. Like it's just too <laughs> on the nose. It's perfect. Absolutely perfect. Hey, the San Diego chicken in this uniform, and back in the day, the San Diego awesome. chicken started it all. Hundred percent, right? But the Philly fanatics, great. The pirate parrot, tremendous. You know what's great about the about the about the chicken? The eyes for the chicken made it for me. Tremendous. <laughs> Cause the eyes are all googly, all wacko. And like, you just, the way he acts, like, but it's like the way he looks at you, it's like, you don't look right. Like something's wrong with you. And it, it's perfect because so, it's, it's, you know, something crooked and weird about to happen to yes. you when this thing approaches you, you're like, Oh, this thing's going to do something <laughs> bad. Like what's, what's going to happen to me. And it's all in the eyes and it's not a human, obviously, but just the way they created for the mascot, the eyes make it like, well, that thing's out of its mind. Like what, what, what what's that thing going to do to me? I was the it? kid that would go to the games and interact with the with the mascot like it was like normal, and my friends would always be like, "What are you doing? What are you doing, with dude?" Your hands right now? Hold on, time out. What happened? You what guys, happened? the the pirates just got thrown out at second base, uh huh, and then they walked and they tried to steal home and they got caught at home. Guy on third base tried to steal home for the pirates and got caught. One nothing. Marlins kept a one nothing lead. Come thrown out trying to steal home on a walk. So it must have been a somewhat of a wild pitch. Catcher goes and gets the ball. Oh, guy from third breaks. You oh, you send them. Boom. You oh, send them trying to try stuff to in the steal song. a run. Pitcher gets the ball. Bam. Done. One nothing. Smoke. Top of the top of the eighth we go. Or bottom of the seventh star we go. That's Huge for the Marlins. That's great. Parlay stays alive. Love it. All right. Real quick here. How do you feel about basketball being played on an aircraft carrier? Because they're doing it again. I didn't like it the first time they did it. It was awful the first time around. There was moisture. There was wind. This is this is dumb. Like I, I get what they're trying to do. It's a bad idea. This is bad this idea. is. I know what they're trying to do. Gonzaga and Michigan State are going to play on the USS Abraham coming up in November in San Diego, and they tried it again. They tried it the first time. I don't know. Maybe they learned something. Maybe they can position it something or set something up so it's less. But basketball is an indoor sport. It's meant to be played indoors. Yeah. <laughs> see, this is this is a bad idea. This is this is like as good as Wally the Green Monster is yeah. a name, and that's a good idea. The Toronto Blue Jays. Thanks for reminding me, Zach. The hat they named their mascot BJ Birdie because Blue Jays. Is BJ Blue Jay Birdie? Now 
I don't know how, what meaning that was like, hey, yeah, make make it Blue Jay Birdie. BJ for short. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 so this is that. No one, no one raised their hand in that boardroom and just said, hey, you know that, um, that's like, um, because like the Creighton Blue Jays, okay, their kids get it. And the most popular shirt is I Heart BJs. Of course, that's the great blue Jays. That is their most popular shirt. And nobody raised their hand and say, BJ birdie is probably a bad idea. <laughs> or the guy like me and you were sitting in a meeting and I hit you on the knee and I'm like, don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. See if they go with this. Come on. See if let they go. Let, let it happen. Well, you see if they we, figure it out. We can't let them do it. We can't let them do it. No, 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 no. I ain't saying it. You, you say it. I ain't saying it. Nope. Okay. Oh my, BJ that's the birdie. too much. That is. We're going to play basketball awesome. on an aircraft carrier. We tried to put a number on this last time I was in the risk room. I'm like, I have no idea what to make the total. I have no idea. Like literally you start, everybody bets you under, then the court's bad, and then they can't play it. We had to take it off the board. Wipe the one down. game was canceled, right? The yeah, one game was what, canceled yep. that was on the aircraft carrier. There was too much moisture in the air. Yeah, it was no good. Bad idea. It's a, it's a absolutely horrible idea. Um, speaking of horrible ideas, uh, this is the only time we'll talk hockey today, but what are the Golden Knights doing? Have you seen what's going on with the Golden Knights? They gave up Max Pacioretty for zero, literally nothing. Bag of pucks. Future considerations. The Bag guy that's pucks. led them in points the last four years was sent out for nothing to Carolina. A good team. Got Max Pacioretty for nothing. I don't know what's going on. I saw this in a rundown. I was like, oh, man, this is going to be a tough one to kind of come up with to talk about. There was a lot of free agent moves and too much. It's just, it's just, I, it's, I we can't go through all of them. There's no. a ton of them going on, but it this is nuts. Not I mean, they signed Smith. He's an original Golden Knight, so he gets to stay. I mean, they have, they're still over the cap by like 1.5 million, but it is wild to watch the reaction for the diehard Golden Knight fans right now. They are losing their minds. If you're a hockey fan, like a diehard hockey fan, you're laughing at the Golden Knights right now. Yeah, these moves are these moves are nuts. Jack Eichel has blown up their cap in such a bad way that they have to scramble literally and trade away pieces for l- legit nothing. They gave away Pacioretty for nothing. I don't get it. Uh, I mean, do you think? The Heat was on after they went to the finals their first year. Mm-hmm. Okay. You put the pressure on yourself, which is welcome pressure. But now, and we've talked about this on the show, we live here in Vegas, and we're, we feel the vibe of the whole town every day. There's some real pressure. We didn't make the playoffs last year. We got to fix this stuff. I don't know if sending Pacioretty out is the move. I mean, because you didn't really get anything back, but the I mean, spotlight is, is on Eichel now. 100%. It's his team. Like, he better be really good. It's, <laughs> it's, I mean, be careful what you wish for, son, because this feels like ownership to me. It feels like this whole idea of they got to the cup and the Raiders moved here and they got the stadium and there's such rich guys competing with each other. It just feels like they've put themselves in such a bad spot right now that they have to, they can't, 
what this says to me is like, we're never going to be bad. We can't be bad. We have to be good because the hard part would be just like get rid of all your expensive pieces and rebuild. Well, I don't, don't want to do it. I don't think, I mean, the odds, it came down a little bit, but the odds, I mean, the West Plus, is still there. Yeah. 10 to, to 1 to 14 to 1 is right. what they went to. You just bump it up immediately when, when, when you don't get anything back. Mm-hmm. Still got questions in goal. I mean, they're, they're still working that out. But when you look at the Western Conference, we looked at it yesterday. The Maple Leafs let Campbell go. The Maple Leafs were a game an inch away from beating the Lightning and probably going to the Stanley Cup Finals in the East. I thought they were the best team other than the Lightning. They let Campbell walk out the door, and he went to Edmonton. You know what Campbell would have done here? Like if they, we could, I, I re, he's a young kid who I think is really grew up in those playoffs in a crucible of being in Toronto is a tough spot. And they got, they ran into the lightning. I I, I would have much rather had him, uh, you know, sign him. I don't know. I think, uh, did you see, by the way, Zach, the head sent me the Carolina hurricanes tweet, your impact on the canes will never be forgotten. Thank you to future considerations. I mean, just like pouring salt in the wounds, man. It's Listen, just like, hockey team Twitter is genius. Brutal. They there's brutal. no rules. They it's like us talking, and yeah. they all know it, and they play off of each other, and they just jab, poke, throw punches, come back. It's great, and it's unbelievable. Like, you know, Steph Curry said he's petty. All these Twitter accounts for the teams very petty. I love it. Uh, let's skip ahead here with the yep. NFL and just talk one football topic. And okay. so there's a report out this morning that Apple is most likely to be the landing spot for the Sunday ticket. Ooh. And the price tag is going to be three billion. I ain't paying three billion for to watch the games. <laughs> what are you talking about? Three billion dollars. Yeah, Who's paying three sun- billion dollars? It's Sunday night football. I I initially wrote to the, the, this is the the cryons wrong. So it's on me. So it, okay. it's actually direct. It's actually direct TV. It's actually the Sunday ticket, not Sunday night football. But I mean, Apple. Wait, so are you're going to call- stream this? All of the games, every out of market game will be on a streaming service. And game so, betting is dead. So Thursday, okay. Thursday night football on Amazon streaming only all of these bets, all these games being on with the latency problem we've got in this country in game betting instead, except if you do it during a commercial break, you just can't do it any other time. You've got to bet during commercial need that two minute window. It's not dead. Just you can't do it when you can't fire as much as you would probably want or when you would want. I mean, this is crazy. $3 billion for a football package. And Apple TV is, I mean, this is like when Amazon got really going and they had a ton of money, it was like, you can't, you can't compete. Nobody can, like Apple is in competition with another streaming service like Amazon, but like Apple is about to dump truck this with money and get this. Are you, are you okay with having Sunday ticket be streaming only? No. I'm not either. No, not at all. But I mean, who's going to bid that? Nobody. No chance. I don't think anybody's bidding that. Three wow. Billion dollars. Get ready. I mean, it's, it's, 
infuriating. <laughs> I mean, it's absolutely infuriating, I think, because of the fact that cable is not, or internet is not fast enough yet across the country to make this be. So, I mean, I, I had this. When I moved to Vegas, my whole thing was, I'm not getting direct TV. I'm going to stream Sunday ticket. I'm going to stream everything. So I right. streamed everything. In 2016, I streamed everything. It was six yeah. years ago. Streamed everything. Now, this, I've seen they've improved. Okay, TVs have improved. I get it. Internet is faster. But I was at least a minute behind DirecTV, which is at least 40 seconds behind the actual game. Yes. So I was about two minutes behind on everything. Can't bet like that. Hell no. So. I'm I'm biased because I guess in the book, I mean, you know, with the numbers and everything, I would see it on a screen before I saw it on the TV. That's the only way I know how to watch it. So right. that's why watching the games is I enjoy watching it for pleasure more than betting. Like, you know, I, I say it all the time to people like if you're watching this and trying to bet, you'll know what happens before it happens by looking at the game on, on your app. Now you can still bet, you know, cause they're just a little bit ahead of you, but yes, bet at the breaks um, to, I guess, really feel like you're on the same level. That's a ton of money. They're going to, they're going to do this. Yeah. It, it really looks like they're that they're going to do it. And I, I'm, you know, I, I'm impressed that we've gotten to the point where we've got streaming companies that are going to do it. And the NFL wants to do it this way. It's, it's a good sign for where technology is going, but what are they going to charge is my question. Because people don't necessarily pay for Apple. So you're just going to buy like with direct TV, they're going to build it into a package where you have to buy it. Like, Hey, you want something ticket? Great. Here's a whole package you have to buy to get it. So what's the charge going to be from Apple? I'm an Apple guy, so I'm okay with it. I've got Apple everything, but it is definitely like a, okay, now what? If you get this, what do we do? Because you are going to control the number one betting entity that there is. Oh, a lot of power in the hands of Apple. Right? <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Schedule of the day today. Circa Sports. Schedule of the day. It is the Tennessee Volunteers today. Circa Million Four Football Handicapping Contest back for another year. Circa Four would deliver $6 million in guaranteed total prizes. One million bucks first place prize. Contest will not take a rake. Fees go right back into the prize pool. Five picks against the spread. One million bucks on the line if you make the most correct picks. Entries are $1,000. Max of three per play. Player, test your skills against the best handicappers in the world for your chance at a million dollars this year. For more information about the contest, rules, and setup information, go and log on to circusports.com. This is the team I hate, but they're fun. Hate? Kiffin, I hate I hate Tennessee. Is I, this from, because of your time living in, down south? Is, is yes. This, I mean, you didn't hate them before you lived there, right? No. Alabama, Auburn, I just I just became really, it was those two brothers fighting and I was okay. And the third man in was Tennessee. And it turned me off. Good explanation right there. Just, I just wasn't, I wanted, it bothered me. I was like, you know, I was like, and then when Alabama would go there, 
The you, bags you went to urine. a game there at Tennessee? I, oh, yeah, multiple. Multiple games there. It's crazy. Crazy volunteer, atmosphere. Yeah, volunteer Navy. When they're good, it's a crazy atmosphere. They were good when I was there. But right. they, haven't been, they haven't been good for 20 years. I mean, it's absolutely, it's really oh, kind of crazy. They, they have, it's not even a lie. They haven't been good for 20 years. Like they just, it's, that's, that's, that's real. Yeah. Tennessee's been bad for a really long so time. You were there but, when, uh, what was the coach's name? Phil? Uh, no, I miss Fulmer. Fulmer? Fulmer, Fulmer had left. Um, I believe. Oh, wow. I think Fulmer, hold on. Let me, I, I don't think, I, I don't I covered from two, he left. Oh, no, I was there. Okay. Yeah. I did see Fulmer. Yeah. I saw the end of Phil. I saw the end of Phil Fulmer. Yes. Guy knows the bugs. He doesn't know who the coach was when he was there covering. I don't know. He coaches. This is two, he left in 20, in 2008. I left in 2009. So, like, yeah. Because he had a little crossover. Phil Fulmer was the best coach they've had. No, no I'm sorry. Right? No, 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 no. I'm wrong. I was there. In, I was there from 2000 to 2005 in Alabama. So I saw a bunch. He, he left in 2008. So, yes, all every year was Phil Fulmer that I saw. <laughs> But he's, he he was at the tail end. He wasn't good. I mean, Tennessee wasn't. It was okay, oh, right? It, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't great. It was you know. Eh. He was eh. one. He was one fifty two and fifty two in his career at Tennessee. It's pretty damn good. What was the number again? One fifty two and one fifty one and fifty two. Hundred fifty one to fifty two losses. Yeah, hundred games over five hundred. So when I when I was there, Butcher. yeah, when, when, when I was there, he went uh, eight and four, eleven and two, eight and five, ten and three, ten and three. Yeah, that's pretty good. Not for Tennessee standards. He went to the Citrus Bowl. He uh, he he went to the Cotton Bowl, Citrus Bowl, Peach Bowl, Peach Bowl, Cotton Bowl. Mm-hmm. It's all right. It's all right. At those times, the standards for Tennessee were Peyton Manning, T. Martin. You know, you won know. one of the biggest bets of my life when T. Martin came the, in, in, in '98. Oh my 13, lord! Fiesta Bowl, thirteen and zero year. Oh my lord! You liked they, them that year. They won that game. I was downstairs, back home, my basement, and my mom asked my dad while I was while I was singing Rocky Top. Oh, I hate that. That's what why is he doing down there? That's why I hate Tennessee. And said, and said, and he, my dad said, let him go. He must have won something. And then I had to explain to my dad because I came upstairs. He's like, what were you doing down there? I said, that was a big one, Dad. He's like, oh, okay. All right, good. You know, he's the only one that really understood what the hell was exactly. really going on. So it's funny. Tennessee went four and four last year. Their win total this year is set at seven and a half minus one seventy to the over. Not where you move the number. Where you move the number, it's eight here at Circa. It's eight. What it should be. Seven and a half minus what? One seventy. Move the damn number. <laughs> For the people that are new to the show, we're going to hear this all summer. When we talk about some of these numbers and these season wins for the brigade, you know what I'm talking about. Move the damn number. T-shirts will be printed. We will have a store. You guys got to represent and get the damn shirts. Move the damn number, buy the damn shirts. Listen to the show. Hit the subscribe button while we're doing it too, please. So Tennessee. uh, Wow. Circa does not have a number up for Tennessee. Oh. uh, at least on the app. Oh no, there it is. Sorry, there it is. Eight plus one hundred five to the over, minus one twenty five to the under. 
So eight at Circa, seven and a half at FanDuel. So you can yeah. shop around for these numbers. Ball State is the opener, four o'clock Pacific time, seven o'clock Eastern time at Neyland Stadium. Win. They lose to Ball State. Yikes. Oh boy. Oh boy. There that would be trouble not, there. That would not exactly. that would yeah, that would make people very at Pittsburgh, week two. It's a good game. At week two at Pittsburgh. Mm. Got the sheet right here. Tennessee minus two. Pitts winning that game one on one. Who is Pitt's your quarterback now? Don't know yet. We'll find out yeah. shortly. It looks like the hooker kid's going to be the quarterback this year for Tennessee. So, um, I, I sorry, I, I keep on saying it's Josh Heupel. He's the coach of Tennessee, not not Kiffin. Sorry, I keep on confusing. He, he's it's it's Heupel. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so you've got Hooker, who's a super senior. Milton is a redshirt senior, and then a couple of young kids. Tavon Jackson, the first quarterback commitment to come into the program. They're all still smarting that they didn't get Manning to Trent to, to, to go there. So they're all bummed out on that. But so Hooker's you got some experience. Do you know Adrian Martinez is playing college football again another year? Yes. Sixth I've, year or seventh year? One of the two. Might be his eighth. I mean, I don't know anyone that's had a longer college career than Adrian Martinez. <laughs> still not good. Uh, so two and a, so one and one, or are they losing the game at Pitt? One and one. Pitt wins. All right. One and one. Akron at home. Win. Two and one. I agree. Home for Florida. Florida's going to be bad. What's the date of that game? 24th of September. Damn, it didn't even make the games of the year list. Um, Tennessee wins. Three. I agree. At LSU. LSU going to be trash too, right? Yes. Brian Kelly. Tennessee. I'll yeah, say I, Tennessee wins. Yeah, I think LSU wins. So uh, I got, I have him four and one. You have him five and oh. No, I don't. I have four. Oh, sorry. Four and two. Yeah, so, you, so you have four and one. I have four and one. I think they beat Pitt. They will, they'll, they'll beat Pitt. Uh, okay. Alabama, third Saturday in October. Oh, gosh. What? Drilled. Yeah. Okay. Bama's going to go to Neyland Stadium and drop a four. They're going to drill them. Yeah. They'll kill them. Uh, home for UT Martin. UT Martin is playing Tennessee in <laughs> yes. October. Yes. Nice tune up game there. Five wins. Yep. Kentucky at home. It's an important game for them. That's a tough game. Georgia's on the road next week. Oh, shoot. <laughs> oh, they better run it up against Tennessee Martin because they could lose both of those games. They're definitely losing to Georgia. I'll say they lose at home to Kentucky. I'll stick in with five. I would agree. Missouri at home. Win six. Six. At South Carolina and at Vandy. Seven, eight. That's how you get to eight, boys and girls. So it's on the number. Eight and four, seven and five. Because they can lose South Carolina on the road. Wow. That's really possible. Oh, that's a tough number right there. Yeah, I wouldn't bet. I wouldn't go near that. If it was eight and you had the comfort of the push... Yeah, because I I think the ceiling is eight. It's under bet, right? 
It's an under bet. When you just go through that, there ain't no way they're winning. How they win in 10 games, there's no chance. How they win in nine, I think they got to play really well. I think eight is the peak. That's an underplay yeah. if you find an I eight. Would, I would agree. Bear Mullins just said, I'm a fan of Sports Talk Matt and Sports Talk Cat. <laughs> really? That's pretty good. So Thanks, the, cat's not, the cat's not called Sports Talk Cat. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I love it. That's really good. That a boy, Bear. Brigade's phenomenal. You guys are Coming awesome. Out. It's Stevie Mac. He's a stop. You stop posting animal videos, man. You're freaking us all out. He's got, oh, he's God. got, I don't know what, what his phone's on, but he's got a lot of things going up. That's, that's a lot of craziness going on, man. That's, that's, that's <laughs> crazy. Um, okay. So you tell me, Farah, whenever you guys say goodbye to our friends at Sports Grid. You are all good, but my we, brother. We're good. All right. So sports good. We're back tomorrow for a roll call Friday. Appreciate you guys being here. It's it's a been a really fun week. So thanks for doing that. So we'll be back tomorrow after the McAfee show. I guess Matt Pat's off. So Pat's off. Doing, doing I don't know they're playing football. replays. Yeah, but we're on eleven o'clock Pacific time coming up tomorrow on sport or tomorrow night on sports grid. It's night two on sports grid. So we'll talk to you guys. Then for you guys on YouTube and Twitter, don't move more to come for the Bostonian versus the book. All right. Our, our props.com story of the day. Little nerf reaction from Spencer Limbach coming up here today. By the way, there is a new look to the site that they're playing with, so don't freak out at the moment. Oh, uh, the podcasts are it's 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 loading a little funky when I went there this morning, but funky or wonky, Matthew? Funky. I, oh, I, funky. I'm, 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 not I'm wonky? gonna go with funky. No, it's not. It's not wonky. It's funky. So we got to figure out a little bit as to how it all is going to look, but the site's <laughs> gone live on it and it's, it's great. Cause you can go right to the site. You can see just the pics. You can see props, Arizona, you can see props, golf, BVB, our videos, our live stream is on the site now. So, Oh cool. yeah. Another live place stream. to watch us live. Yeah. Live stream will be on the site. So we're looking Atta forward to, to, to doing that. So we're growing the, the site's coming alive for props.com, but Nerfy action from our guy, Mr. Spencer Limbach. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going with Seattle and the and the Rangers. Nerfy at even money. This scares the hell out of me. Black Gonzalez spear. and Perez? Yeah. So Marco Gonzalez not allowed a first inning run in 13 of 17 starts. Perez is not allowed a first inning run in 14 of 17 starts with an 8-1 and one record to the no for him. Texas, 25% of the time scoring a first inning run. That is 22nd in Major League Baseball. The first four Texas hitters are a lifetime 15 for 55 against Gonzalez. How do you feel about a nerfy in this game? This is a white knuckler. What's the price? Even money. Even money is the no? Yeah. Oh, hell no. <laughs> not for me, son. This is a white yes. knuckler. Yeah, uh-uh. this is the white. Yeah, I, I, I want yes, or I don't want this at all. You're gonna grip I, and, and really roll. Mm-hmm. With, you know, guarantee you ain't getting a one-two-three inning on both sides. So you're gonna have to sweat a runner or two. Um, I would venture to say both sides get a runner on, and you're gonna have to sweat white knuckler. You're gonna be perked up. Tightened up real good with this one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like butt clenching type of one. <laughs> Pittsburgh gonna... Pirates just tied it up in the top of the eighth, by the Damn way. Damn it. Hello. Hello. 1 1. 1 1. Top of the eighth. Still... still hitting. <sighs> Thank you for the update, chat. 
Top two outs, runner on second. Well, that's fine. Just go win it in the bottom of the, bottom of the eighth then. Come on, boys. Right. Let's go, Marlon. Let's go off this bullpen. Uh, okay, betprep.com, prop bet of the day. We're going after hitting yesterday easily. Brubaker flew over. He had nine Ks yesterday. Se- second inning cash of the over four and a half. That. Mets pitcher Carlos Carrasco today over mm. four and a half Ks. Best Ooh. line, minus 135. Ooh. Carrasco was in June on this when he went to 10 Ks. Last six games, all of them, when his team's been favored, he's gone over this number, six and a half per. five. All five of the last five games, when his team is covered, he's gone over this at 6.4 Ks per game. Seven of the last nine overall, averaging 6.1. He's not faced the Cubs, with the Cubs average 8.7 Ks per game at home, fifth highest in Major League Baseball. I feel about the Carrasco Mets against the Cubs over four and a half Ks. Over. Seems like why not go to five, five and a half. Some of these pitchers come off the field. I was watching That's Javier last night. Every time he got a K and walk off the field or whatever, he went like this, pointed up. I'm right. gonna start doing that, putting for that, hours. posting that on the videos for the, these things. Yes, we can <laughs> we can do that. Don't people don't steal that. If you if you if you do steal it and post it on your socials, say you heard it here first, please. That's all. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, give me a little point up over K prop. Thank you for coming. Carrasco over. This has got to be right. good. It's got to be good. All right. Time for better to book it being brought to you by the Caesar sports book in celebration of just the picks starting. You guys can go get an up to a $1,500 risk-free bet with the promo code JTP 15 JTP 15 up to a $1,500 risk-free first bet for new accounts. Just two bets for us here. Cubs. Hold on. Before you start this, because people have right. been listening to the show from beginning to end, and we really appreciate that. Yeah. We talked about the Yankees, Dodgers, Braves parlay. Uh-huh. Okay. SoCal DGen did the math. This is Ooh. what he does. He's a math guy. Yeah. Three team money line parlay this season 21 and 48. That's 69 opportunities so far this season. You have 21 and 48 up. 11 and a half units. How about that? Up 11 and a half units. That ain't might bad. Be the bet. Might that ain't be the bad bet. right there. So. Might be the second half bet. Throw a quarter unit down every day <laughs> just to see what happens. <laughs> might be a fun experiment. Might keep me from, you know, taking the razor blade and cutting the wrist lengthwise. <laughs> Going in the tub. For you, it'll just remove... The, the up and down and the thinking and the grind. I'm just putting this in. I'm just putting this in. I'm just putting this audience, in. That way you're involved in the baseball, it, but you're not. Audience will hate it. They'll absolutely hate it. Really? They'll be, they'll be bored out of their mind. If I give them the same bet every single day, they'll be bored out of their mind. No, no that's just but, one of the that's one of the bets you can count. I mean, that way you only have to come up with two other options. You have three bets every day. You have one yeah. going all the time, and then you come up with two. I might think about it. I might do it. It right. might be it might be worth a fun experiment. Let's do it for a month. Let's see see what we wind up in a month. I mean, up is up. So if we win, up is up. They, they won't really care how how we're up. We're just up. Should we put that on a shirt? Up is up. Up is up. Yes, I would. I think up so. is up. BVB. Cubs first five plus half a run minus one twenty. Keegan Thompson against. Wait a second. Carlos. Didn't we just say Carrasco bets for a K's over? You know they're pitching. He's pitching against the Cubs. Yes. What does that matter? So what are we doing here? What are we doing? Give me, go ahead, give it to me. I don't, what I bet versus what bet prep does did not line up. You know, I don't have this, to bet. This does bet. not line up at all. This is crossing no. the streams. 
but it's their play versus my play. They're two different things. I don't know what they're going to come up with until the morning. I bet overnight. They bet it in the morning. So they like Carrasco going over on K's and I like first five Keegan Thompson. Carrasco's ERA on the road is 6.11 versus 3.59 at home. Okay. Thompson is 2.14 ERA at home versus 4.4 on the road. Thompson as a home dog is three Oh and one first five on the money line. He's four and oh on the run line. He's two and oh on the money line this year. And he's two and oh on the run line this year. Carrasco is four, seven and one first five money line on the road with the Mets three and four this year. I'm only laying minus 120 juice to get the Cubs half a run. Betting it or booking it. Book it. I don't want this. You like this Thompson guy and his Cubs. We keep ending up on this Cubs side every time it's three, three. It just feels like two, two. I win. Tie, I win. Tie game. Tie game, you win. Yep. And that's fine. At least you got the hat back on this week. We broke the slump. (laughs) Only took a day to break the slump buster. People be liking the slump buster. That's going to be one of those ones we're going to have to use. We're going to go back to that constantly, too. Used to say that in the book all the time. You broke the slump in one day. Wearing this Raider had a little too much, though. This is starting. People are starting to get it. You know, people are starting to think about like you being a Raider fan now. You're getting associated with this team. I'm just telling you. I just, there was a Raider story that we didn't get to, but yeah, that's why I was, why I was wearing it. I know. That's just dropping out. Darren Waller throwing some shade at the Chiefs. Say, no one's talking about Honey Badger not being there anymore. You got to look out. (laughs) That defense is going to look a lot different without him. Yeah, especially for Waller when he plays against them because Honey Badger Swagger. was probably Raider, Raider, yeah. Swagger. Yeah. They are feeling themselves right now. Look out. I hope it ends well. Not 6-11. and 11. Oh, that's not happening. Mm. Okay. Right. Um, I'll book this one. I, I, I'm going to take the Mets. The Mets are coming off a very nice series against the Braves, two out of three. You may catch them in a, in a little bit of a, mm, like, What's that noise you're doing now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I catch them and we're gonna get a little two-two tie, one-one yep. tie, and you yep. win. But I'll book it. And only two plays for you today. The other play is the Astros on the run line coming back to smack around the Angels after losing last night. Betting and a booking at plus one hundred two on the run line. What is this line up to right now? Hello. This is the power of Otani. These two teams played yesterday. Otani pitched. The Angels were favored, minus 117, 120-ish close. Right now, the Astros with Valdez against Detmers is minus 175. Caesars William Hill said the hell with it. It's minus 190. Thanks for And the juice, me. and you're laying juice on the run line. I have plus money. You're laying juice on the run line now. Oh, let's click the current run lines on the screen. Let's see. Let's see. We are, you got basically the last plus betting it, it was, overnight. Fandle was plus 110 last night. Now it's minus 110. Not no more. Nope. Yeah. And and guys, got, guys got DraftKings and Fandle. They're DMing me saying, hey, I got this at plus 110. I got it at plus 102 at Circa last night. Yeah. <laughs> um, we knew the other night that the Giants were going to beat the Diamondbacks. Like, we knew that was just one of those Logan Webb's going to, and the Giants. We didn't, I mean, you blame the wife, uh, not, 
not the wife. You blame the life. That's right. Yeah, not the wife. It's not, the, it's not Kelly Nash's fault. It's the print, life with Kelly Nash. Print those shirts too, by the way. Um, but we knew. We knew. Do we feel that confident with this play? I mean, I'm on the same level. as I, I don't think that Detmers is the same as Keuchel, but I think giving up one run yesterday is not happening again. The Astros are going to score today. today. So I think it's a 6-2 win. I like this one today. I think okay. the Astros get a little bit of get a little bit healthy today with a with a lefty pitching. The day after seeing now somebody should benefit the day after seeing Otani. This should have some sort of crossover effect. There's there's something real to that. Okay. You get him throwing that wiffle ball pitch from the right side, this and that. Detmer should be using his breaking ball tonight. It should be effective coming from the left side. But the Astros lineup's right handed mostly. Mm. Uh, Astros light him up tonight. Bet it. Okay. Favorite thing about today is what? Um, one, it might be this jersey. Uh, this is like unbelievable. I, I I picked this one up. You need the other. You need the new one though. The city jersey for the Padres is. I would wear it. We're working on it. It's thing of We're beauty. On it. Yeah, it it really is. And I don't know why it's all those different colors and it looks like Miami. I don't care. Yep. It looks nice. It's fresh as hell. Like the kids say, it's clean, and um, we're working on it. I didn't know you'd like it. That's good to know. Oh, I I, I love it. I think think that thing is amazing. The hats are great. The jerseys are great. Don Arcillo looks great in it. We we could come on like Orsillo and Mudcat. We'll come on and do the show wearing the jerseys. On a big game? Trying to get Orsillo to come on the show. Do you think Don will come on the show with us? I've I've interviewed Don before. He's tremendous. He's just very busy. He's very busy, but I mean, he could take but, yeah, he's minutes. I mean, get him in the All Star break, but, you know. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll try to reach out. Anyhow, favorite thing about today is that we are one day away from vacation. <laughs> no, well, that too, but from roll call Friday. Oh yeah, the day before, the last day before vacation. Yeah, this has a feel and a vibe. That, you know, we're a little loose talking about bugs and, you know, Maddie's in and out of the stuff, but this is the show. So chaos. I can't wait to do the show tomorrow because then we're going to take a break and not do the show for a week. So Mm. we're just reminding everybody, make sure you're here, ideally live, so you can interact with us in the chat. And one more day until we're not actually talking on a show for the first time, would you say this is episode 150? Mm-hmm. Episode 150. So me, you, and Farah have been together for 150 days. More than That's that, but thing. yeah. Yeah. So shows, 150 shows. So it's pretty cool. Um, my favorite thing about today is, it. look, my little brother, who I grew up with, turns 43 today. And I had some really cool experiences with my little brother growing up. We were very competitive with each other growing up. We became very different kids growing up. The divorce changed both of us a lot when we grew up, but we've, we, in our forties, we've come back in our kids, like my daughter and his son are really, really close and they, they FaceTime a lot. And when they're together, it's like no time has passed and just instantly get back together again. And they're really, really close. So he doesn't really like his birthday, but you know, we had a lot of fun times growing up, taking him. He almost died at a Foo Fighters concert, which was really kind of crazy. 
he got pinned up against I, I took him to his first real like violent show he, he almost got killed at it so it was like oh good 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 job big brother oh, but man. it's just funny that i'm 45 and he's 43 now and it's it's just kind of crazy that you know when your siblings get older and you get older and like you still have all those memories of what it was like to be with them growing up and all the you know, all the sports, all the games, everything that we've played together. So big happy birthday to my brother, Ben. Hopefully he has a good good time and enjoys it. He would never watch this show. He wouldn't get a damn thing we're talking about. But <laughs> we all, I always say my brother and I on the outside are totally opposites. But on the inside, personality-wise, we're, we're really similar people. And, and we have very similar takes on, on life just from very different perspectives. So, you know, I get up and talk into a camera every day he gets up at five o'clock in the morning and goes and digs out potatoes and, you know, flowers and watermelon, everything else out of the ground. So God bless. Thank God. Yeah. yeah. Some, thank I mean, God somebody does that. Man, oh, it is. That's he, hard he, work. I mean, my God, my, my whole family, everybody goes there and you literally will send home. He donates, I think a hundred thousand pounds of food a year. I think it's what he donates to the, to the food bank. I mean, it's like, he'll send you home with like literally boxes of food. It's amazing. So it's pretty cool. So his his farm is uh, Mountain View Farm. If you guys ever in Western Massachusetts and East Hampton, Mass, you can go there. You can pick flowers. You can pick your own fruit. You can go to their store, buy T-shirts and whatnot. I think they've won. Like you know how we do, like the 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 best of Vegas thing. Uh-huh. They've got that. They've got the best of the Valley. Uh-huh. I think they've they've won it like fifteen years in a row or something stupid. Nice. So, yeah, they, they've they've really done quite quite well for themselves. By the so. way, quick shout out, which we will do again tomorrow on Roll Call Friday, but I just saw Shelly Nussbaum yeah. said, Don't blame the misses for the misses. That's pretty good. But welcome Shelly to the brigade. We don't have many you, females. You you know who Shelly is though, right? Well, I do. I don't okay. know if the audience works, does. But she works with us. Shelly works. That's great. She's watching. I appreciate this. She's watching. I love it. Great. Great. It's phenomenal. More and more new people. You get it. I get it. It's a lot of fun. You know, people are just, hey, watching the show every day now. What's going on? It's my routine now. So right? it's it's very cool. TV wise and people getting DMs. Guy was trying to sell me Red Sox tickets yesterday. I watch you guys on Sports Grid. I sell me Red Sox tickets yesterday. So really? it's, yeah, it's, you know, social media is great. They can watch okay. us and then get us. Uh, Blue Jays, tw- July 24th against the Blue Jays. Sunday night. In Boston? Yeah, at Fenway. Were they good seats? My mom, good seats. Yeah, real good seats. My mom, I offered my mom, okay. she couldn't do it. My brother, he couldn't do it. My sister, he couldn't do it. Okay, <laughs> so I went Sunday night, July 24th. Let me run it by. It can six. You want to, it's, it's two seats. You want to fly to Boston? Five hour flight? I'm mind flying. I'll sleep. Oh, Jesus, no way. I ain't doing that. No, no, no. Right, I'm going back and going back for time. Like, please. <laughs> He's Dave. I'm Matt. Roll call Friday tomorrow. We'll talk to you guys for the Friday edition of the Bustoni versus the book.